Now today in Legal Matters, we are talking asbestos and you might be concerned that your property was built with the deadly fibres. You might be concerned you've been renovating. You've got an older property. You fear you might have been exposed to asbestos. Give us a call, the open line number 131873 and Anne-Marie Pascally, who is an asbestos litigation specialist from Turner Freeman Lawyers, will take your call. She's on the line for us now. Anne-Marie, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Deb. Now, asbestos, I know a lot of people sort of think asbestos that we're, you know, with older homes, that there are ways that we can ensure that they are dealt with and handled properly. But a lot of people have been exposed potentially to asbestos and aren't sure of what their rights might be. Yeah, look, it, it's it's difficult, Deb, because unless um, you're, somebody actually gets a, an asbestos-related condition as a consequence of being exposed to the asbestos, there's not much that the that the law can do. Um, I mean, certainly you can make complaints to relevant authorities if you think that you know a neighbour or something like that has has exposed you to asbestos. But unless you actually contract a disease, mm. uh, the law's a little bit behind. Yeah, and I know with with the storms that we're copping at the moment too, and and with the bushfires recently, with the it was used as a product, building product in so many homes, and people are concerned, rightfully so, that they might be exposed when homes are damaged or when people might be renovating, even in the neighbourhood. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, you need to be really careful because the reality is you can't actually tell whether there is asbestos in the products unless it's tested. Um, so, you know, my advice would be be extremely cautious and if you're unsure, have it tested. All right, we've got some calls coming in. Let's go to Peter first up. Hi, Peter. Hi, Peter. Yeah, good. What did you want to know from Anne-Marie today? Yeah, I'm 61 now, but when I was an apprentice, I was... Um basically covered in asbestos when I was grinding asbestos roofs with the angle grinder and stuff like that come uncovered in it. Mm. I'm okay now, I've got no problems, but what happens in a couple of years' time if I start getting a problem? Yeah. Do, you know, who do I claim from? What do I do? Who do I go and see? What the, yeah. How no, do I do it? It's a good question, Peter. Let's go to Amory. Peter, it depends on what um, what disease you develop, hopefully nothing. Uh, but if you're exposed to asbestos in the course of your work in New South Wales, you could have potential uh, entitlements through Eye Care Dust Diseases Care, which is a statutory workers' compensation scheme. You may also have uh, what we call a common law claim, which is a claim in negligence either against your employer or the manufacturer of the products that you used. Um, so my advice would be keep an eye on it, uh, keep in touch with your, with your doctor and if you ever do develop a condition, and I hope you don't, but if you ever do, get in touch with some specialist lawyers like Turner Freeman. Is there any way you can sort of lodge your concerns with a, with a particular body, you know, flagging that you, you have been exposed here and, I mean, is there a time limit? Does that apply? There's no time limits in New South Wales for bringing claims um, that arise from an asbestos exposure, but you do need to act quickly because we need to make sure that claims are filed in people's lifetimes to ensure that that you know all of the entitlements are preserved. And in terms of lodging uh, an interest, iCare will actually take your application now. They will assess it, and even if there is no dust disease at the moment, they keep those details on record and they follow up and medically review their clients um, every you know two or three years, depending on what they think is necessary. And it can actually be kept track of there. And we do a similar thing here in the office as well. Um, keep 
you know, file uh, records uh, on file. Mm. And if anything ever does develop, then somebody is, you know, pretty covered at that point and we can look after it for them. Yeah, it'd be worth getting in contact with Anne-Marie, Peter, and looking at that eye care website just to, to ensure that you do have your concerns lodged, as Anne-Marie has said. Peter's got a, another Peter in, in Maryland has got a question for you too. Hi, Peter. Uh, g'day, can, can you hear me? We, yes, loud and clear. Oh, OK, fantastic. Um, all right, firstly, um, love your work, Deb. Love your work. Thank you. Um, okay, so my question is: um, um, uh, My father was. Um, I had a father. My father passed away from um, uh, a lung um, a lung cancer, and it was related to asbestos. Um, and he did receive compensation. Mm. Now, I just want to know where um, I stand now. But uh, as a child, I think I was exposed to it. Mm. But um, how? Um, you know what happens now. Like I've never made a claim, never, never thought of making a claim or anything like that. But um, um, and I've got um, sort of like bronchitis and cancer, um, um, uh, um, asthma, mm. asthma now. So uh, and it was sort of like a late onset sort of thing. Yeah, well, let's see if Anne-Marie's got any um, any advice for you. And I'm sorry for your loss with your father, Peter, but uh, Anne-Marie, any suggestions? Uh, look, Peter, unless you've actually been told by a doctor that you have an asbestos-related uh, lung condition, there is nothing that you can claim at that point. But if you know that you've been exposed, my suggestion is just stay in touch with your doctor, have regular chest X-rays or CT scans, whatever your doctor recommends. Um, if you're concerned about your breathing, ask for a, refer for a referral to a respiratory physician and they can assess, you know, whether or not you have a dust disease and whether or not it's um, causing you any kind of breathing impairment. Mm. But certainly asthma is not related to um, asbestos exposure um, and neither is bronchitis, to my knowledge. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's reassuring. Just on the text line too, Rick says that he's been in contact with asbestos and he has a spot outside his lung and he says he makes sure that he's tested every year which obviously is uh, is the advice, you, as you said, and I've already mentioned, Anne-Marie, that you've got to stay on top of it and be in contact with medical professionals. Absolutely, and, and regularly in, in touch um, so that they can you know get on top of it if there is anything there quickly. Mm. All right, Brendan's got a question for you. Hi, Brendan. Hi, Deb. Hi, Anne-Marie. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm in Brisbane, and during, I'm a bit like your first, Peter. Um, during my apprenticeship as a carpenter, we were constantly cutting um, hardy plank for the external cladding on houses and the compressed sheeting with power source. Mm. And you would go home literally covered in dust and for three days later you're blowing white dust out of your nose. Um, I'm 57 and I haven't had anything yet, um, but I don't know if it's because I'm a smoker or lately I've found myself a little bit short on rent from time to time. But um, is there a claim I could make if there is something in the future in Queensland? I, I missed the end of your question, Brendan. Just wondering if there was a claim similar to what Peter was asking that, that could be made in the future if, if his health situation changed. Yeah, look, if your health situation changes, absolutely. Um, you know, Get in touch with your doctor, um, like I mentioned before, and, and let your doctor keep on top of it. And if you ever are diagnosed with an asbestos-related condition, then you know, get in touch. Uh, we've got offices in, in Queensland as well, so there's people in Queensland who could help you out in Brisbane. Um, but yeah, ab absolutely. Stay on top of it, and if it changes, get in touch. And the compensation scheme is national, isn't it? Well, the 
it, it it's not. Every state has its own statutory um, uh, scheme, um, some better than others. In New South Wales, ours is, is actually really good. Eye care is fantastic. The common law claims, the court claims, also available in different states, but with different rules about what you can and can't claim. Mm. Okay. There you go, Brendan. Hopefully that's helpful. Shane's got a question as well for you, Anne-Marie. Hi, Shane. Oh, good afternoon. Um, I'm an ex-serviceman. And like most ex-servicemen, I was in the Navy. Um, And a lot of the pipe work uh, and overhead uh, cables were covered with asbestos. Mm. And our cure for not getting anything off them was paint them. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't nailed down, keep painting it. Mm, So a lot of ex-servicemen now have medical problems. Myself, I've had three heart attacks. Um, There was supposed to have been a case a few years back uh, where the government was being taken to court, I believe, over asbestos. I'd like to know whatever happened and what recourse do servicemen have in this case? Yeah, good good question from Shane. Anne-Marie? Yeah, look, servicemen, um, certainly in the common law uh, jurisdiction, so in the, in the, in the court claims, um, you have entitlements. Because you were under a, a, employed by the Commonwealth Government, there's no state statutory entitlements. Um, But there are other Commonwealth entitlements that that you could have and certainly a court claim could be brought if you have have been diagnosed with with a condition. So we run a lot of claims for ex-servicemen, a lot of asbestos used on board ships. Mm. All right, Shane, thank you for the call. We might take a quick break. Kat's got a very relevant question to everyone because we know a lot of homes have been built with asbestos. So we'll hear from Kat right after this. 12 to 2 to 1 in Queensland. Deborah Knight with you on Afternoons. We are talking legal matters, specifically asbestos, with Anne-Marie Pascali from Turner Freeman Lawyers. If you've got a question, 131 873 is the number to call. Anne-Marie is an asbestos litigation specialist and we've got our $100 Westfield gift card as well for the best call. Let's go to Kat now who has a question for Anne-Marie. Hi, Kat. Hi. Uh, I'm looking to buy an apartment now, how can I be 100% sure about the cladding or anything else in the apartment connected to asbestos? The only way to be absolutely certain, Kat, is to have a specialist come out and take samples and test those samples so they can give you a report and let you know whether or not there's asbestos in any of the materials in the unit. Would you advise that people should do that when they're purchasing properties? Look, only if you think that you're going to be renovating it because asbestos, as long as it's not disturbed... It's but not what about dangerous. storm damage? Or I mean, there are other ways it too. It could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, I mean, look, it, it's a matter of personal preference, I guess. Um, in a unit, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure that mm, that would be sure. a massive concern. But, but yeah, certainly in houses. And what about an age range of properties? What, what is the sort of build that we're looking at here? Yeah, look, anything pre-1988, you'd be fairly concerned about. Pre-1988? Yes. So that's a lot of buildings. It is a lot of buildings. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in terms of the older properties too, I mean, many of them are subject to, to DIYs, to renos. What should you be wary of, cautious about when you are doing renovations for, for a property built prior to that, to I, 1988? 
if you're doing renovations, my recommendation would absolutely be to have an inspection done and a report um, provided about the presence of asbestos because it's very difficult to, um, well, it's almost impossible for a lay person to tell the difference between something like gyprock or plaster and asbestos-containing fibro. So I would um, absolutely recommend that you have an assessment done before you do a reno. Mm, which is, is that a requirement as part of, I mean, obviously with council with before purchasing a property you're advised to get a building and pest inspection is that included in those inspections not generally no mm. um, there needs to be done there needs to be done more uh, more done in that space I think by local council or government um, about keeping an asbestos register now you mentioned earlier that asthma is not one of the the, the side effects or causes from exposure to mm. asbestos what are the, the symptoms? What should you be concerned about? Well, the symptoms will be very similar to what you experience with asthma. So there'll be breathlessness. You're looking out for cough, um, uh, mucus production, if, if that's really bad, uh, chest pain, sometimes pain in the back that, that can radiate from the chest. Um, they're, the, they're the main ones. Mostly it's breathlessness and cough. And how long does it take from these symptoms to then develop into a disease? It, when the symptoms show, if you do have a disease, generally the disease is present. The, the latency period is between the, the time of exposure and the development of the, the condition. So some conditions, the, the most serious conditions, generally the latency period is somewhere between 10 and 40 years. Um, and with the benign conditions, um, you know, usually you're looking at something like 20 to 40 years between the time of exposure and the development of the symptoms. And I think this is a, a, a perennial question in terms of exposure. If you do work on your house and you do end up with mesothelioma or with a condition related to exposure to asbestos, is that considered your fault or is it the fact that the manufacturer is liable here? It's, it's genu generally going to be the fault of the manufacturer. Um, it, it, you know... There's no way for anybody doing a home renovation now to know that asbestos is present in the materials. So, you know, our argument is that the manufacturers should have uh, done a mass media campaign or put warnings on the products or something like that to, to let people know to warn them. Do they try and counter these legal cases with that issue of personal responsibility? Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. part of part of one of their main counterclaims, is it? Yes. Yes, yes which, try. which is why we need the uh, the help and support of a someone like yourself from from Turner Freeman Lawyers. A question from Jason too on the text line. Jason saying there are many drug options for mesothelioma that are not registered in Australia. He's wondering can Australians get access to them in their asbestos claims? You can. So immunotherapy uh, drugs, for example, are not subsidised by the government. They're not on the PBS scheme. You can um, access them through eye care. So eye care will fund the cost of immunotherapy if they accept the, your claim. Um, and certainly in a, in a court claim, if you don't have eye care entitlements, we would make that claim for you and include the expense as part of that. Okay. Helen's called in as well. Hi, Helen. Hi, Deb. Um, I've spoken to you before. Um, I was the former uh, Member of Parliament in Canberra who passed uh, landmark legislation on asbestos in 2004. And in Canberra, it is against the law for anybody to renovate a commercial or residential property built before 88 without having a report done. 
And I'm shocked that in New South Wales this is still not the case. Mm. Um, at the time, Bernie Banton, the late Bernie Banton, mm. who was with the Asbestos Diseases Foundation Committee, um, I flew him down to Canberra with his wife when my landmark bill went through and everybody tried to stop me from doing this. Um, I got sabotaged left, right and centre and I was determined uh, for the sake of the widows who had lost their husbands at the age of 50, mm. who'd worked at James Hardy or uh, worked on work sites and their daughters got mesothelioma, their, their children. The yeah, the impact so wives. widespread. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, Helen, well done. And, and Helen Cross, you're right. I, I have spoken to you in the past and that is phenomenal that it is the case in the ACT. But as you say, Anne-Marie, more work does need to be done in that field. It absolutely does, especially yeah. here in New South Wales and, and across other states as well. All right. We are out of time. Helen, thank you for calling in. And Anne-Marie, thank you so much for your time. And we will talk asbestos again in Tuesday Legal Matters in future because a lot of people are interested in that subject. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Deb. And we will give Cat our $100 Westfield voucher. If you want to get in contact with Turner Freeman Lawyers, their website, turnerfreeman.com.au, or give them a call, 13 43 63.